All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to this Wednesday edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, joined again, as always, by Sarji. Sarji, good morning. Happy Wednesday. How are you doing today, buddy? Good, bro. We got a million games here today to break down. We do. We do. We'll start with uh, our usual business. Uh, sad Tuesdays. We get two to three games. Uh, talked about all of them. Eileen Nix would have been an L. Eileen the Mavs would have been a very tough L. Uh, and then lean the Lakers. They took care of business at home against the Celtics, but a uh, very small slate. Personally, very glad I stayed off. Um, and we got a monster slate today. Anything you wanted to talk about in regards to yesterday? I didn't watch it. I, I watched the fourth quarter of the Lakers when the game was basically decided. Uh, I had a, a practice and then a men's league game, and then I drove for a little bit, so I didn't catch much hoop yesterday. Yeah, the Mavs uh, Brooklyn game was a hell of a game. That was a really fun game. Um, I saw the Mavs were dominating every time I looked early on in the in the game. They they had a double digit lead, and then I get back from my men's league game, and the Nets pull out a three point win. I was like. Damn, what happened? KD went to work in the second half. He had a tough first half, and then in the second half, mostly in the fourth quarter, he just went to absolute work. And Luca is just – Luca kind of gets in his own head, and he starts arguing with the refs and starts going off on tangents. Next thing you know, he's just completely pulled himself out of the game. Like, Yeah. But Kristoff's played really well. I was, I was really impressed by Kristoff's. He looks healthy, so. Yeah. Gotta love him, Kristoff's. My guy Kristoff's is, is cooking. You know, it. the guy is so talented, and he's so tall. It's – People forget, too. I know I talked about it a lot, but it's not like he's seven feet, right? Like, he's literally seven three. Like, that's a whole nother jump uh, in height. And so I I just – I hope to the Lord he can stay healthy because he's really a a special talent when he is healthy. Um, We do. I do want to talk a little bit about the Nets, though, because you see it. It's like this common theme, and it's why it's hard to bet the Nets because, you know, a lot of these elite teams right now, they'll go and like completely dominate a game. The Nets won't do that. The Nets will like, it'll be these games that are just hanging in, hanging in, whether they're hanging in just up a little bit or down a little bit. And then when the fourth comes, they kind of unleash KD um, and it can go to side a game. But as a whole, this Nets team is still, I know they got that win yesterday and KD did his thing, but this Nets team to me still has a lot to figure out long-term. I uh, you think I know it's only been 20 games. You think Kyrie's coming back this year? I think he has to, dude. Right. I I just think there's going to be a point where he gets it. It'll probably be after the all star break. But I mean, there's just no way that he sits the whole year. Like I doubt I mean, it. There, there is a way, but like I highly, highly doubt it. I don't know. But at the same time, it's Kyrie, man. So we'll, we'll see. They clearly to me, I don't even know if they're the second favorite overall without Kyrie like it really just seems to me like it's too much on KD's shoulders and James Harden I didn't even see how he played how did he he played well yesterday he played really well honestly okay did he score or is it mostly just everything scored assisted he actually I mean rebounds don't really matter but pulled down some rebounds but it was mostly just he actually shot the ball efficiently he was probably like seven for 14 I would guess seven to 13 23 9 and 12 five turnovers but he has the ball in his hands the whole whole time yeah 41 minutes. Uh, good for him. Glad I would have been pissed because every time I bet on him, we get shitty James Harden. Anyways, we got a l- an absolutely loaded slate today, so uh, let's not waste any more time. I got two plays locked in. Got a couple leans. 
but very curious to hear your take on this site and uh, maybe there's something I'm missing that you have locked in on. So let's get to the first game, the New York Knicks uh, heading in New York Knicks heading into Indiana. Um, as you guys know, uh, news broke yesterday, really during the pod, the Pacers are going to be blowing it up uh, or maybe not even blowing it up, but they're going to be taking some offers for uh, three of their key pieces, Karis LeVert, Domas Sabonis and Miles Turner. Um, you got to think that at least somewhat affects the psyche of the team. I don't, I don't know that it's going to completely derail them on a, in, in this game, but you know, it's, it's different for sure. Um, Knicks come into this off a win against the Spurs, but still, I haven't been all that impressed with them. Um, and you, you see it, they get wins here and there, but they barely have backed it up in the past month um, and stacked up wins. Who knows? Maybe they turned a corner, but last night was a tough spot for the Spurs, right? It was their third game in four nights, a back-to-back set. They got in from Phoenix pretty late. No shoot around. You saw some guys get some minutes that normally don't. Um, and, and the Knicks just pulled away, having come off a couple losses um, and having more rest. It was a good, good spot for the Knicks. Um, I don't know that is enough to say they've turned the corner. Again, we're getting five here. I think that's about fair. Again, I, I, I know this Pacers team. It's weird. The books continue to respect the Pacers despite – overall them not really being able to put it together um i think the pacers honestly are maybe slightly better i think part of this has to do with the back-to-back set for the knicks as well um but i'm not playing this i'm not playing this yeah and i mean the knicks are traveling from san antonio to indiana overnight like that i mean that game started i think 5 30 west coast time so it must have been 7 30 san antonio that game doesn't get done by 10 they're flying out at like probably 11 30 like there's some late night travels going on for the Knicks and they're getting in early, early in the morning. Hopefully they got sleep on the plane, but that's just a tough travel day for them. Uh, I do lean Knicks uh, I, I, just from a basketball standpoint, but with everything else, sure. when you, when you factor in everything else, I just, I think I'll just stay away here. Plus you on the Indiana side after that news, we haven't seen them play yet. So right. um, I'm going to just how they react to that. Yeah. Kind of wait and see uh, on this game. And then, I do lean oh. Nick, so I, I I still think it's too many points, but yeah, um, I get what you were saying there. Um, all right, let's get to the next game. Uh, game I have locked in. I got the Cavs today minus two and a half. It's three. Cavs coming off of eight straight covers. Um, actually, have lost their last two back at home. You're getting the Bulls, who they continue to find ways to grind grind out games. All the respect to the Bulls. But at the end of the day, I got to play the numbers here. You're saying to me right now, this line saying that the Bulls are a better team without DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso. Like, I, I just am I'm not on board with that. Um, you're, you're, to me, I, I, the, the Cav, this Cavs team reminds me of the Thunder team two years ago with CP3, Dennis Schroeder, Gallo. Um, not in personnel in any ways, just in terms of respect by the books. The Thunder early on in that season showed they were a decent basketball team. And all year long, the books refused to they, – they gave them more respect as the year went, but they refused to say, all right, you're a good basketball team. And I think we see a similar thing here with the Cavs. Where if you had a, quote, good basketball team at home against the DeMar DeRozan and Alex caruso list Bulls, you're going to have them three, four, five, right? I, I just think this Cavs team, I've seen it too many times now. They Their defense – gives them a shot in every single game. They absolutely nothing at the rim because you have Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Both those guys are mobile. You have guys that every single night someone pitches in on offense and Darius Garland runs the show. 
it's two and a half. I, I think the Cavs get this done, especially off of two straight losses. Uh, we have enough data now that this Cavs team is just good. They're just good, regardless of what situation you put them in. Home, road, back-to-back, rest. This Cavs team is good. Uh, best team all year against the spread, even better than the Warriors. I will take the Cavs in minus two and a half, a short spread. Caruso is massive. Outside of Levine and DeMar, I mean, maybe you go Lonzo. I think you can make an argument Caruso is their third most important player. I think Lonzo is better. But, uh, and then you go DeMar. So you're arguably missing two of your four best, most impactful players. I know Vooch is there too, whatever. You can you can throw him in there. But two of their key guys are out on the road against a hot Cavs team who should be hungry after, after two straight losses. Very short spread. Give me the, give me the Cavs here. Yeah, Chicago's razor thin too. They're missing so many other guys too, like Javante Green, Kobe White, Pat Williams. Like there's just so You're many. You signed uh, Stanley Johnson, so you know the state that they're in. Yeah, they're, they're struggling. They're going to have to play Troy Brown a lot of minutes. AO's been starting. He played 30 minutes last game. It's just Eileen Cavs here. They're the better team, way deeper, and they're at home. Um, and Chicago's missing debatably their best player. So, um, yeah, I, I'm seeing it at three and a half now. I think you so slowly see that get to like four. Um, I think the majority of people are going to take the Cavs here, uh, especially after Chicago last game. So, I, I'm taking Cavs. Last game. I'm hoping they take the Cavs. Did they win. They beat the fucking Nuggets, bro. Without oh, DeMar yeah. DeRozan and Caruso. I thought they lost that I game was for some serious. reason. They, they blew them out. They blew them out. But, yeah, I mean, uh, to me, the I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what the public does here because I think you have legitimate arguments for both sides. But I'm going Cavs. I really am. I really am. And I, I feel great about it. Let's get to the next game. Wizards heading into Detroit. Five-point favorites implies about an eight-point difference. In terms of how they're playing right now, there's not an eight-point difference. There isn't. It's more like six. The Wizards are not playing good basketball right now. They've lost eight out of their last 12. But I think the books are uh, – I think the books know a little something, and this is a razor-sharp line. I think this ends right around four or five in a win for the Wizards where they get back right today. I'm not playing this game. I've played too many Pistons games. If, if they're not hitting, it's really ugly. Even last game, they were hitting against the Thunder and couldn't close the job. I mean, that would have been so frightening. Imagine if you had, you know, Pistons plus five against the Thunder, you know? Like, the, the, the Pistons just can't play a complete 48 minutes. They'll play 20 good minutes here, 10 good minutes here. But over the course of 48 minutes, they have too many lapses. They don't have enough scores, consistent scores. Um, and that really, for them to play a complete 48 minutes, they need one of Cade, Jeremy, or Sadiq to be absolutely on fire. And you can't bet on that. So uh, I, I'm staying away here. I honestly lean the Wizards. But I get it. Wizards have not been playing well at all lately. Yeah, this is a complete stay away for me too. Cade Cunningham has been playing Blech. actually really well. Um, he's kind of – he's jumping right back into that rookie of the year conversation after missing a couple games to start the year and then not really playing too Probably. well. Give it yeah, to Mobley. I'll take Mobley all day, but Kate Cunningham is like last game was ridiculous. I think he had like 25, 11, and six or something. Um, just played really well. So damn good. He'll keep him in some games, but yeah, the Wizards are better. They have a lot more veterans. And although they haven't been playing well, this Detroit Pistons team is just way too sketchy to bet on. Like, like you said last game, they were winning 
the whole game against OKC, and the next thing you know, they lose by 10 they points. Collapse. Like, they absolutely collapse. Let me check what the score was in the fourth quarter, how much they got outscored by. They got outscored in the fourth, 42 to 22. Like, you just can't do that. To by the Oklahoma City Thunder, which, again, I think is a more solid basketball team than most would say. 42 to 30, 42 to 22 in your own home gym with a chance to close it out. Can't happen, man. Just absolutely can't happen. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. Again, you know, you can say whatever you want over the course of 48 minutes. You just need one slip up from the Pistons and you're probably going to get that at some point today. So uh, let's keep it rolling. we got the Sixers and the Hornets. Very interesting uh, line to me because this game, uh, the, the Sixers keep getting respect in a lot of these games and really haven't been able to blow anyone out. Um, not that six implies a blowout here, but again, six on the road. Um, that's some pretty healthy respect. It was at this exact same line, I believe, last game. It goes into OT. The books come right back and say, we don't care. We'll go put it right back there. That makes me want to side with the books when you have a, a result that dramatically different from the spread. And then the books go right back to that line. I generally, I, I'm going to go side with the professionals in this. I like the Sixers minus six here today. And that is purely because of an outside external factor. I'm not going to play it because I only play things that everything lines up for me. Uh, but I think the books like the Sixers. So it's hard for me not to like the Sixers here today. The Sixers last five games, they lost to the Timberwolves by one. They beat the Magic by five. The Celtics, they lost by one. Hawks, they lost by two, or they won by two, and the Hornets, they they won by three. So they have been in five so yeah, in close, overtime. You know, they've been in really close games. So I think the the easy way to play is to say, okay, I'm going to take the Hornets, but uh, Philly's a better team. You have Tyrese Maxey coming back too. Tyrese Maxey didn't play last game. Yeah, he's a huge piece to this team. So I think I think that's the reason you see the line in the same yeah. spot um, with Tyrese Maxey back. For me. I'm just staying away from this game, obviously, as well. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte Charlotte stayed in it, but I think the most likely scenario is Philadelphia covers. Kelly Oubre is not going to keep shooting like this. I promise. Yeah. It's exactly. he's shooting like 55 percent from from the field. It's just gonna one of these yeah. games. He's gonna have a bad shooting night, and he takes 20 shots, and he's just gonna shoot him out of a game. Yeah, and, and you see it right now. It's it's they're very they're ultra reliant on Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward, and Miles Bridges, and it really all it takes is one or two of those guys not to be really hot and uh, they're going to get rolled up on because again, there's just Joel Embiid causes too many matchup problems. He's either, you either double him and, and the rest of the team is playing four on three, or he's going to go get a foul or a bucket. It's uh, going to be Nick Richards and PJ Washington guarding him. It's not good. Not good. I lean the Sixers here today. All right. Next game, Oklahoma city thunder catching seven and a half in Toronto. I like that my thunder here today. I, I will continue to ride this team. I haven't locked anything in, but I am leaning this team. Um, they went they went on a little bit of a rough stretch. They got 70 piece. Uh, SGA's missed some games, but SGA's back. Everyone's back. When everyone is back, this thunder team is is decent. They're not world beaters, they're not a playoff team, but they're not a bad team when they have Dort, Giddy, SGA, and the rest of their complement of the bench, which they should have today. Sneaky look here. SGA is from Canada. He generally, anytime he goes into Toronto, he plays well. I would look at some SGA props, whether it's points, rebounds, assists combined, points, or just assist props. 
Um, I might sprinkle some half units on SGA props. But overall, I just like uh, Thunder plus seven and a half. I've seen it so many times. I think I've probably won five, six bets on the Thunder this year alone. Um, I think this is another decent spot where you're getting a lot of points. I think this is going to be a close game. And the and the Raptors might pull away late, but uh, OG's still out. You look. I know the Raptors took care of business against the Wizards, but um, they've been vulnerable at home. I think they're the worst team against the spread at home. I legitimately, I think they're two and nine against the spread at home. And I think a lot of that stems from them normally being really, really good in Toronto. It just hasn't quite held up there this year. And I think they've been a little overvalued at home. And I think it's another similar spot again today. I like the Thunder. Big Lou Doris from Canada too. Oh, this is the ultimate Canada game. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Give me the thunder here back in Canada. And I just think this line is off by like one and a half, two points. Like, uh, I mean, if you put these two teams on a neutral court, I'd say probably Toronto's, I don't know, two and a half, three points better. Yeah, they're not all that better. Maybe three and a half if you want to reach. Like, I just think it's too big of a number. I'll just take Oklahoma City with the points. Um yeah, I'd, I mean, OG and Anobi's out. If OG was in this game, yeah, probably seven and a half. For points, sure, but... then we get seven and a half. But he's not. He's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you're with me too. And again, that's it. The Oklahoma City Thunder are just a team that's going to continue to get overlooked because they're the Oklahoma City Thunder. But uh, Dagnall, just a really a stud of a coach, and SGA is really that dude as well. Dort's taking a leap offensively, and then everyone else just kind of fills in their their gap. You know, no one else is trying to do too much. Bays can kind of try and do too much a little bit. Um, but he's decent when he tries to play his role. Jeremiah Robinson, Earl is really, really solid. Giddy's honestly, I've been super impressed. He has vision and, and makes really quick reads. I like this Thunder team. I like him getting seven and a half today. All right, let's keep it rolling. The Bucks and the Heat. Bucks, six and a half point favorites in Miami. I don't know what the fuck is going on with this Miami team. I mean, I do. They're just hurt. Um, but they've looked absolutely awful lately. But we saw it, right? They've sandwiched now two awful games with one really out of nowhere win in Indiana. I'm just trying to avoid that again. Um, the Bucks are always a team I think that they're going to bring their best effort for. They're at home off a gross blowout to the Grizzlies. Um, got blown up before that. I could see the Heat keeping it tough. Not, not basketball-wise, just narrative-wise. I'm staying away here. Um, it's again implying about a nine and a half, nine, eight and a half point difference. Um, this Miami team is struggling and they're down their two best players. I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if you see a Miami team fight dog, you somehow get their best performance and they lose by five or six. So I'm going to stay away, but I, I think Milwaukee is clearly in a basketball sense much, much better than this team right now. Yeah, I mean, it's two best players on Miami are out. I don't know what's going on with Jimmy Butler, it's completely frustrating for me. As Did you Jimmy see in the last game? His tailbone's fucked. I didn't watch that game. Is it really? So, like, third, like it was early on in the force. He goes up, gets fouled, falls right back on his tailbone. He looks like he is in so much pain. Tries to keep playing, but the dude can barely move. He's just waddling like a duck out there. Eventually, Spoh's just like, dude, you're, you're not even playing. Like, you're just waddling. So, he's trying his best, but his – I don't know if you I've I've like fractured my tailbone before I got undercut on an alley-oop in like middle school fell right on it it's so painful you there's like zero movement you can do where you don't feel it like you every single thing you do you feel it so I don't know I, I don't think he's gonna be out for like two months 
But I, he's not going to be playing for at least another week or two, I, I honestly think. We'll see. <laughs> wow, I am very sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's tough. But uh, until he's back, uh, this Miami team sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and to your point, I, I think I lean Milwaukee. Like, if you gun to my head, you I had to pick a side. I would just lean Milwaukee because they have the better players. But it's in Miami. The, the games we've seen without Jimmy Butler, too, like – one game, they got absolutely exposed. I forget who they were playing, but they got crunched. And then the next game, they actually played decent and won a game at home. So I, it's it's really tough for me to, to give you a good read on this Miami team. Yeah, I, I'm staying I, away. I, mean, I got no fucking clue about this Miami team. And also, the last time Jimmy Butler was out, Tyler Hero was out. So it's just – it's really tough. I, I'll, I'll lean Milwaukee, but I'm not going to play this game. I, I need to see more with no yeah. Jimmy Butler. I mean, we just go to the last game, like the last game I saw where Jimmy Butler, ultimately he played, uh, let's see how many minutes he played. I would guess like 12. Oh, he played 24. He did his best. Played 24. Hero played, went 11 of 19. Kyle Lowry had 17, 4 and 8. It wasn't enough. It, they, they got destroyed by the Grizzlies at home. And granted, that Grizzlies team is hooping. But it right now, without without Jimmy Butler, it is Kyle Lowry, it is Tyler Hero, it is Duncan Robinson, and it is P.J. Tucker, Dwayne Dedman, Caleb Martin, Omar Yurt-Servin, Gabe Vincent. It's ugly. It's just ugly. I'm staying away. I'd honestly still fucking touch up the, the Bucks if I had to. All right, next game, the Brooklyn Nets and the Houston Rockets. Man, I, I'm leaning the Rockets here. I really am. I know this Brooklyn team is a lot better, um, but it's a back-to-back for Brooklyn. And I just talked about how rarely now are they just blowing teams out of the water, right? Even when they're getting these wins, it's it's sluggish, grinded-out games where ultimately they win because KD is the best player on the floor. Um, but over the course of 48 minutes, there's plenty of moments where they – they struggle. They really struggle, whether it's because James Harden's not being able to create any, uh, you know, expl- explosive plays. And off to- on the top of that, KD and Harden just played 40 minutes last night. I don't think that you can throw them in there both for another 40 tonight. I think uh, one of them sits. You know, like this Rockets team's reeled off six straight. It's, you know, I know it's scary, but the, the product doesn't lie. Like the, this Rockets team has won six straight. I don't know that I can give then that's a nine and whatever. Maybe home court's only two in Houston. It's dead there, whatever. Six is a lot to give to a home dog that's won six straight against a team on a back-to-back. I feel like right now we're we're getting a, a nice line on the Rockets just because of the brand name. Um, and one brand has, you know, a lot more respect that comes with it. The Rockets have won six straight. I think if they do lose, it'll be a close game and not a blowout. Um <laughs> I think the Rockets are worth the look here today at, at plus six. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, I just can't play this game. I I, <laughs> I know it's six points. They won six straight. I know they've won six straight, but this if if James Harden and Kevin Durant are playing in this game, I, I if they don't sit one of these guys, I could easily see them blowing them out in the third quarter, and one of these guys sitting for a little bit. I know that they've won six games. I just don't believe it yet. I, I don't. <laughs> I know they've been playing well. I know they're at home. I know Brooklyn's on a back-to-back. I'm just a little scared. I feel it. I think – I think – I feel like maybe it's just I'm thinking of it, like it stands out to me more. But I feel like the last 10 
I like it, but I'm scared plays have all hit. So I just, I, I feel like I, I want to hit the Rockets here today. I'm going to be thinking about it all day. Who knows? Maybe we get this at six and a half, seven, because uh, it is the Nets. Uh, in fact, let me let me just check what the bet percentage is right now. I bet people are also scared off of this game because of the James Harden Kevin sit. For six the- and a half. So it opened at six and a half. Eighty-seven percent of the bets are on the Nets. It's moved to six. So that would almost imply that there's a chance Kevin Durant or what's his face sit. Yeah, that I'm gonna be on on underdog. Just waiting, just waiting to pounce. Um, but I think that yeah, I, I, that's a good look. I think I wouldn't be shocked at all. I remember last they just had a back to back. This is like their second back to back in a couple of days, and there was like a news that came out that said, "Hey, Kevin Durant is gonna play despite it being a back to back." And that was, I think, a lot of that had to do with they lost that first game. Uh, the back-to-back. They get a huge win last night. It's the Rockets. I think that in their minds, hey, we can go win this with just James Harden. James Harden revenge game. Didn't even think about that either. Um, I, I think there's a 50-50 shot KD sits tonight, which yeah. would be uh, a good look. All right, let's keep it rolling. Utah Jazz, seven-point favorites on the road in Minnesota. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. D'Lo is going to be out tonight. Cat is questionable. I think he suits up because he played last game. Uh, I definitely lead in the Timberwolves here. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to play it because I want to know the cat news first. And again, fading the Utah Jazz at a single digit spread is always a little sketch because when they get going, it can get ugly. But this Jazz team is, again, not as dominant as they were last year. We've seen plenty of spots where um, they don't blow teams out in, in, in ways that they have in the past. Um, I can't even remember. Yeah, so their last game, they squeaked out a win against the Cavs um, on the road by one. Again, that's a good Cavs team. Uh, They beat the Boston Celtics at home by seven, beat Portland at home. Um, Carl Anthony Towns, available to play today. Uh, I don't know. I I like the Timberwolves here today. I really do, Um, but I'm scared. I'm scared. I think you got to get it now if you're going to get it, man. Uh, With Carl Anthony Towns getting ruled in right now. I know. I just think I know it's, it's a it's a huge number for for the T Wolves being at home, right? Like, yeah. what does this imply? It implies that the Jazz are how much better, right? Ten and a half points. Uh, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're giving home court. If it's two two and a half points, then yeah, you're saying they're nine points better at least. There's, there's just no way. I, I mean, I get it. So Utah Jazz, but they are not that much better than the Seawolves team, even without because Patrick Beverly is going to be should be back in this game as well. Um, yeah. I, I think for me, it's just the recent streak. You know, they lost, they got eleven, they lost by eleven to an Atlanta Hawks team, and the Hawks they're without a lot of guys. And the Timberwolves, you know, Cat shot it. They well. started Balmero last game, bro. I know, but Malik was nine of eighteen from. The field 24, 5, and 3. I just think, I don't know. I, I maybe, maybe we got to give D a little bit more credit. I don't know. I I, I get it. I, I do get it. I'm just I'm scared, Sarge. I'm not gonna play it. I'm scared. I'm surprised you're not all over this line, to be honest. What like, do you, you love the T-Wolves the too. now? With Cat in. I, I I honestly think it maybe gets to six, but the, dude, three of my last losses have been games that I hit early. Get I get like one to two points of value on the line and it still loses. I'm just, I'm scared that the Timberwolves have sneakily lost three in a row. D'Lo being out looked to have affected them. I didn't watch a ton of that Hawks Timberwolves game, but cat, a lot of guys shot the ball. Well, 
Um, and they they still were never really that close against the Hawks. They hadn't had Pat Beverly for any of these games either. And I, as much as I don't think Pat Beverly is a huge difference maker, it's going to be nice to have him on defense. I mean, you no, have Romero running out there trying to guard Trey no, Young I all agree. the last game. He's helpful. He's helpful. I don't know that he's helpful enough, though. It's Pat Beverly. He's a dog. He's a dog. Donovan can still cook him. Donovan can still cook him. Um, Mike Conley can still cook him. I'm going to stay away, but I agree. I- I'm waiting to see how many yeah, ooh, yeah, moving only to six and a half. Looks like they expected him to play anyways. Um, all right, next game, a game I think is a razor-sharp line. We got the Nuggets heading into New Orleans, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, Nuggets, man, come on, Denver. They go into Chicago and get dis- beat without DeMar, without Caruso. I loved them, man. I loved them. New Orleans, meanwhile – at Houston, lost by 10. Those Houston Rockets, man, they are solid. Um, but both are, are very capable teams when they both play their best basketball. Uh, I think this is a spot, honestly, for both of these teams that points towards good efforts, right? Pelicans, two days off, at home, off a loss. Nuggets, one day off, off an ugly loss against the Bulls. They should come locked in. I think this game is going to be really, really tight. It's going to come down to whoever makes the, the big play. I think B.I. could be that guy to make the big play. And obviously, I think Yoke is the guy that can make that big play. Um, I think this line is so sharp. Like, if this was if this was a money line game, give me the Nuggets. If this was Pelicans three and a half, four, give me the Pels at two and a half. I think it's right right there in the middle where it's, it's super tough for me. I'm going to go ahead and, and lay off this game. Yeah, I mean – the Nuggets have lost seven of their last nine, I'm pretty sure. Maybe eight of the last ten. I forget what I saw. I'd have to count it up to Yoki be. Yoki Boy's only been in for Yoki three of them. Two and two and two. Yoki's two and two. Okay. So they won the two, they won half of the games that Jokic played. Obviously, without him, it's an absolutely atrocious right. team. But um yeah, I, I think the easy thing to do here is look at this and say this is a perfect get-right spot for Denver with Jokic back. I don't really care that it's in New Orleans. I know they've been playing well, um, but they should win this game and they have to win this game. You can't go out, you can't lose to the Heat and then come back. Or who do they lose to? The Bulls. The sorry, heat. not the Heat. So they beat the Heat, then they lost the fucking Magic, then they go beat the Knicks, then they go and then they lose, lose to the Bulls. the Bulls. Yeah, you can't. I mean. It's tough, gotta man. Stack some games up, Denver. We're, we're you got to win this trouble. game. I mean, the Nuggets have to win this game. They just have to. And it makes me want to take the, the Nuggets, but I think it's a fair line. And if anything, maybe just take Nuggets on the money line, but you're probably not getting very good value on that either because it's two and a half. So for me, it's just probably a complete stay away. But the Nuggets, I mean, they should win this game. <laughs> they have to win the game. They should, but they should have fucking beat Chicago. Like, they really should. They should have beaten Orlando. Let me ask you this question. If the Nuggets play their best basketball and the Pelicans play their best basketball, what's the spread? It's probably two and a half. Yeah. I think they're both – I think this is a good spot for both of them to play their best basketball. It'd be one thing if the Pelicans won, but they got lost. They lost. They've had two days off. I've seen this Pel- – like, real quick, real quick. Wait, I think right now we both are on the same page with the Nuggets. Right now, without Jamal Murray, uh, MPJ, PJ Dozier, they're an above-average team with Jokic, but they're not an elite team, right? So they take care of business, but they're not 
an elite team. The Pelicans this year at home have beat uh, the Wizards by 25, um, the Clippers by double digits, the Grizzlies by double digits. Um, okay, and I think that's it. Uh, that's it. But those are three impressive wins, and, and I'd say the Nuggets are in that ballpark of all those teams. So yeah, it, it's just a tough game, and we talked, we've yapped on and on about it. I'm going to stay away from it though. Yeah, I think that's what we have to boil it down to. Like, we we are so all over the place in this game. We probably should just stay away. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. I'm going to retrace because this game got taken off the board because of uh, some Luka. backup. Let's go Memphis and Dallas Mavericks. The What the fuck is going on with the Memphis Grizzlies, bro? They lose John Morant, their best player. They have not trailed in a game since John Morant has gone down. They have not trailed even two to nothing in a basketball game. Since John Morant has gone down, I haven't watched them, but I, I don't get it. I have no idea what's going on. They have not, I repeat, they have not been losing for any one second in a basketball game since John Morant has gone down. They are playing so well together. Um, they just beat this Dallas team a couple of days ago in Dallas. Uh, granted, that was without Luca and KP, but I like them today. I, I, I like the Mavs if they get everyone back they're off a couple straight losses I want them I think they this is a good get right spot for Dallas Luca's questionable now uh but they're getting four now I, I mean uh, even if the Grizzlies win I could see it being a very close one ultimately I don't think I'm going to play this especially because we don't know the Luca news but is this Grizzly I, I don't know it's the Bro, this this line has to assume that Luca's out it so it was three and a half and now it's four and Luca went from I don't know. I don't even know if he had a designation. He went from no designation to questionable. But I think Luca plays. Did you watch any of it last night? No. He I was don't. hobbling and doing some weird stuff. And every time he came down, he would. But he's such a diva. Like, you don't really know. But he was, you know, he's grabbing his leg, doing that. So, it's hard to tell with him how hurt he is. But they, they interviewed him before the game. They're like, you have a left thumb sprain. And you have an ankle injury. Which one's really bothering you? Goes, it's the ankle by far. My ankle is like really bothering me, and it's hard to get it right. Um, so I, I honestly don't know if he plays in this one on a back-to-back. That's they might good just, insight. I didn't know that. They might just play it careful. But if he played, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I just think you stay away with the Luca because I, I honestly don't know if he plays. Like after watching the game yesterday and hearing everything, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. And I'm staying away, regardless. I just also I, – I've I've been thinking about it. Just continue to think about it. I, I hopped on the Rockets. I, I hopped on the Rockets plus six. Winners of six straight, getting six at home on a back-to-back against the overrated Nets team. Give me, give me the Rockets. I'm going to be going crazy for Christian Wood and Eric Gordon. Is KPJ playing today? No. I Even better. Let's go Rockets. Let's go Rockets. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think we covered that game. I'm gonna stay away. I'm gonna stay away from the Grizzlies. Um, Mavs game. Just so odd, though. You know, like me and you as hoop fans, we know, like, we know the talent level of that Grizzlies team. It's a solid team. Taylor Jenkins is a solid coach. You told me that they literally are not gonna be have trailed since John Morant went down. That's that blows my mind. That blows my mind. Um. All right. Couple more games to get you absolutely loaded slate. We got the Orlando Magic heading into Sacramento. I'll tell you right now, razor sharp line. I got nothing here. I'm off of it. 
Yeah, dude, this Magic team, I just don't want any part of any game they play in, dude. Dude, no, they, th- no, like, they fought. They tried against the Warriors. They were just completely outmatched. They are just completely outmatched. I know, but if like I know they, and that's one of the reasons I, I I just don't want to play them anymore because there's some games where it's not like the Rockets for the last six games they've legit looked good. Like the Magic are are kind of all over the place. They lose to the Rockets. Um, they they hang in there with a 76ers team. They get blown out by a Cavs team. They lose by 35 to a Bulls team. They're all over the place. I just don't know what yeah. to do with them. It's Every just play- it's young, it's young players. It's young players where you just don't know. Will Barton and listed questionable. That's huge. But anyways, they're just so young that you never know what version you're gonna get. And really, that's what we're kind of betting on: is are we getting the best version of a team today? Yes or no? If we are, cool. I like this number. We just never know with the magic. You just never do. But I watching that Warriors game, it wasn't like they weren't playing hard. It wasn't like they were dogging it. They were trying. They're just limited. They're just they're truly just limited offensively and in certain cases defensively. I kind of like Orlando on the money line tonight. That's the thing, though. When they give their best effort, they go win these games outright. So yeah, I agree. I'd rather just go take two two thirty than six and a half because you're gonna know in the first quarter. Oh, do I have a shot? If I do, cool. I might cast two thirty. Or yeah, there's no fucking chance the Kings are gonna go blow it out. I'm saying what. All right, another game that I have locked. <laughs> I'm back on the train, baby. Took a day off. Took a day off from the train. It cashed. I'm gonna go and try and jump back on the Warriors train. Minus fourteen at home against the Portland Trailblazers. Look, I mean, the Blazers are going to get smoked. I think you could make an argument right now. The Blazers are the worst team in the NBA. Like, I I think you can make a legitimate argument without CJ, Dame, Anthony Simons. This is the worst team in the NBA, worse than the Orlando Magic. Um, And the Magic just caught a 16 and a half point spread. You're getting a little bit better at two points. I got it at 14. Um, Steph is going to do everything he can to break the record. How crazy would that be if he breaks Ray Allen's uh, record for most threes ever and Clay's for most threes in a game tonight? He can do that if he hits 15 threes tonight. Would be insane. He said anything's possible. Again, it's just over the course of 48 minutes, there's going to be too many runs for this Warriors team. I don't know how the Blazers are going to consistently score. I don't know how they're going to consistently defend. And over the course of 48 minutes, there's going to be multiple Warrior 10-0 runs, 15-3 runs. And I, I just don't – I don't see – it could be tied at half, and I will still feel confident that minus 14 is going to end up a winner. So, I mean, I don't really have much to say. You guys know we've been jabbering on about this spot, this team. I know I have uh, every podcast. So, give it to me. I'm going to play it and not think even – twice about it whatever you do just don't take the blazers in any capacity here in this game don't take them on the money line don't take them with the spread don't take them at all don't even look at them it's it's disgusting it's like you talk (laughs) about complimentary pieces to like dame lillard and now they're just out there without dame lillard and cj mccollum and they can't shot create like what is what is robert covington doing out there with, with these guys on the floor he can't shot create he can't do anything it's just disgusting. You got Tony Snell out there running. It's going to be Dennis Smith Jr. It's, oh, it's so gross. Like, 
Sure. If, if Anthony Simons gets ruled in and Nas Little gets ruled in, it helps him a oh, little bit. Oh, they might only lose by 20. Yeah, but the Warriors are still <laughs> going to smash here in this spot. Yeah. I just don't – I don't understand why the line is only 14 and a half, as crazy as that sounds. Why isn't it the same line? Like, is this Portland team really going to be favored against Orlando? Like, I don't think so. I, I, Nah, I mean, this Orlando spread Orlando. came out at 16 and a half. So I just don't really yeah. understand that. I and just, that's the thing. Like, I think the Blazers will try, but I think you got a perfect example of like when you get a young team that like there's levels to the game. When you get a young team that's just not there, they can try as much as they want against the Warriors. It doesn't really matter. I think the vibes are going to be high. The Warriors could, the Warriors could legitimately take a half off. And win by this game's gonna be 124 to 86. Dude, that would be an absolute hell of a call. I wonder what the odds you could get on that are plus plus six thousand oh. sixty thousand, just like the exact <laughs> they should start doing that. Just exact score odds. That would be absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, and I think that's a good one. What did you say? 124 to 86? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm keeping my eye out for that. Uh, last game, a game I'm staying away from. Uh, Clippers minus four, Celtics plus four. Uh, I think you're getting a little bit of love for the Clippers here. One, they play a lot better at home. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while. Is Batum on his way? I feel like he's been game time for a while. He was in the G League last game, so I think he might suit up today. Uh, also, a back-to-back for the Seas. Again, we talked about it yesterday. I don't think Jalen's right right now. Like, I really don't think he's – even if he does play, I don't think he's 100%. Um, so I think all those factors, uh, they're going to give us, um, the Clippers a little bit of love at home here today. I think the line's fair. I think it's fair. I think you give the Clippers a little bit of love at home, more rest, probably overall healthier team. Um, and they just overall, they're, they're way better at home than they are on the road. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics hang in there, keep it close. They got blown out last night. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, and stay away from this one. Spiro Ditas or whatever that guy's name is last night on TNT said that the uh, Boston Celtics told him that Jalen Brown will be questionable for almost every game for the near future. Um, oh, Nets, Nets. Oh, it's a party. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We called that shit. We literally Kevin Durant called out? that shit, bro. Kevin Durant out. LaMarcus Aldridge out. We called that shit. Get it in now. Not surprised at all. You know what that means? Paul Millsap, James Johnson time, baby. Wow, the sapper and the jujitsu man. Let's go. Big day for Sark. Although, with everyone playing today, are you even starting them? Like, yeah. I, I'm legit. Every what do you mean with I everyone play? playing, bro? I don't have half of my team. Well, I'm just saying. All 12 guys on my team have games today. So I have five guys on my bench that have I, games. I have no Jimmy Butler, no Markel Fultz, no Kevin Porter Jr., and no someone else. Yeah. But yeah. So you're playing them. Yeah. But to close, I probably won't play Sapper, honestly, but I'll probably play everyone else unless he starts this. But to close it up on this Boston Clippers game, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be really tough. I, I think Boston hangs in tight here, especially after getting smacked. I, I think Ime Udoka or whatever the heck that guy's name is, he's going to keep them locked in here. Uh, and, and they're going to fight against the Clippers. But, dude, Paul George was vibing last game. I don't know if you watched it, but, Paul dude, George is he, so sexy, man. he was just hitting some ridiculous shots at the end of the game where 
I was like, how that's an awful shot. You can just tell though, when a guy gets into a rhythm, it's like, I don't care. I don't see you. I don't see you. And he was not seeing. He was shooting right over the top of everyone, getting in his bag, getting to his spots. He's he's still one of my favorite players to watch. He is so fucking smooth with it. And he's long. And and he's actually struggled fantasy-wise lately. Sorry, Sued. Shout out, Sued. Um, but he's just doing everything everything for that team he's the point guard he's the lead defender he's the creator he's their lead scorer he's their one of their best rebounders he does everything for that team uh he's gonna be he's gotta be gassed but um yeah Where, what are you leaning i lean clippers honestly um because i don't think jalen brown plays uh in this game i would assume he sits and i just think i think the the clippers at this point are probably a point and a half better. Um, so I think this maybe is a half a point off, but yeah, I don't play it. It's not enough to play it. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's uh, let's recap the shit, bro. Let's recap the shit because we hit a lot. I got Cavs two and a half, Rockets plus six. Let's see if we can break the streak of getting a number nice and early and actually winning. Because that's going to close at three and a half, two. Uh, and Warriors minus 14, ride that fucking train. I'd hit that up to damn near 16. Like, I, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't see any scenario in which that game stays close in any way. The one way I could see it is Warriors up 20, five minutes left, pull the starters, the bench blows it. But even then, the bench. The benchmark for the Warriors is going to be better than the benchmark for the Blazers. So. Steph would have to shoot four for 20 again for them to even have a shot. And I still and, think even if he shoots four for 20, they'd still blow him out. And who's guarding him? Dennis Smith Jr.? <laughs> 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 like, Anthony Simons? Like, okay. You know, like... And Tony Snell. Tony Snell? Like, okay, all right. It's just... Yeah, I, go ahead and you can grab the Warriors first half, too. Um, but, yeah, I, I love those three. I'm also, guys, I, I really – it's going to be hard for me to lay off the Thunder plus seven and a half. It really is. I, I like them a lot today. You got the Canadian boys going back home. They're already, without it being a Canadian game for them, just I don't think they're seven and a half points worse in this spot. And then you got the Canada factor. Like I, these two boys ball out. They're both – they're like the best two players on Team Canada besides Wiggins. Um, they're, I think the Thunder are ready to go here today. I really do. I like the Thunder plus seven and a half. Give me your calls today, buddy. Yeah, I think my favorite one is, is going to be Minnesota plus seven and a half. I, I don't know if it's still there. I think it's probably at six and a half now, but I still think I just don't think that this Jazz team is eight to nine points better than them. I, I'm sorry. I, I know that maybe D'Angelo Russell is a little bit bigger than we thought in terms of, of how this team performs, but now you got Patrick Beverly back. I think it makes a difference for their defense, and I'm just going to take that big spread with Minnesota T-Wolves at home. I, I just think that, that line is off. I respect it. I, I'm giving some love to my guy D'Lo, though. I am. I think he's taking a step as a leader. I think he hurts him a little bit more than in the past. But I agree. If I had to pick a side, I'm still I'm still taking the T-Wolves at a huge number at the crib, uh, playing like a, at worst, a, a back-end playoff team, right? So I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm just going to give some, my, some love to my guy D'Lo and, and stay off this one. But I, I get you there. Um, anything else? I think I, I like it's. I, I like Toronto. All right, I like Oklahoma against Toronto as well. Just like you said, I just think it's too many points. Um, and, and I'll ride 
Oklahoma City if you get plus seven and a half. Outside yep. of that, it's a pretty tough slate, honestly. I don't know where this Brooklyn-Houston number is going to go, but – I know. Um, I'm way not – my guess, Brooklyn – Two and a half? Two and a half. Yeah. yeah two and a half would be my guess. Um, Wouldn't be surprised if it went a little bit further because Aldridge is out as well. Um Yep. But we'll but, see. Man, you'll see books. Books don't overreact. Like they like to, they keep it tight. They know it's a whole new team where everyone steps up. But in this spot, Kevin Durant is by far the most important uh, player on this team. And, and you can make the, the argument Aldridge is the third most important player on this team. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see it two and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if it even gets down to a pick them though. That would be a lot, a lot of points. Uh Regardless, I'm chilling. We got Rockets plus six. Um, and, and hopefully, to fucking praying to the Lord that we can get one of these where we get the value early. Um, yeah, anything else? Anything else? Incoming hard and 60-point game, bro. I would be furious. I just bet on the Nets. Guy goes five for 24, then he drops 60. I mean, no, that's not happening. I'm, I will, I'll be furious in the chat. Um but anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. I got a so I got a game at seven tonight. Um, kind of tough, but I should be able to get back to watch like the ending of the late night games. Um, so I'll, I'll get some hoop in. I'll watch before and then late tonight. But best of luck to whatever you guys play today. Uh, crazy, crazy big ass slate. Um, and uh, again, if, if news comes out early, we'll jump on some shit. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Hoops Drive Sarge. I never can remember the order, but I'm gonna guess at Sarge underscore NBA. Got it, got it. Make sure to follow him as well. Um, we're gonna be feeding you winners all year long. Best of luck today, guys. And Sarge and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Let's see. We got. Is it one of those thirty? Is it one of those Thursdays that they give us five, or is it just an empty day? Oh, three gamer. Three gamer, Lakers, Grizz, Nuggets, Spurs, Jazz. Some fun games there, though. Um, so we'll get we'll get after it with a baby slate tomorrow. Thank you, though, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.